Hello and welcome to Lester the Nightfly. This is part two of a two-part series. We began our conversation last week with Celeste Morales, a soprano, and Giulio Gari competition winner from the competition this spring in New York City. And now Celeste is out in San Francisco at the Marola Opera Program, having just a terrific summer, singing and auditioning and doing all kinds of showcases, that kind of stuff. But we have non-opera music to share with you today. We have a whole bunch of songs that a singer likes. And then afterward, we have some other really wonderful singers to share with you from the Giulio Gari competition. That'll be sort of uh, three quarters of the way through the show. So let's sit down and listen to some musical selections from Celeste right now, and then we'll get it back into our conversation.
say the words, but boy, it don't feel right. What do you expect me to say? Take my hand, ain't safe change But boy, you know you're begging, don't fool me Because to you, it's just a game So let me on down This time has made me strong I'm starting to move on I'm gonna say this now
is Celeste Morales and PJ Ewing having a chat about opera and music and life. And you chose I Am by Jojo. Tell us about this song and and why it's important to you. Jojo has a really interesting story in terms of the music industry. She's kind of gone through a lot of hardships and she's one of my, another one of my favorite artists. I've seen her probably just as much as I've seen Wicked. I really like the song I am because it's a very definitive kind of statement. I am. And it has in the song, I am period, you know? So it's really, it, it really goes on and on and saying, I am worthy of love. I am strong enough. I am beautiful. You know, I am this, I am that. And it's kind of an affirmation to yourself. So that's kind of why I really resonate with that song. Um, but just really her story and, and how she speaks, you know, to her audiences and has kept them really close throughout her career is, is kind of something I, ad, I admire because like we talked about in the beginning, this career is, is quite difficult. Any career in the arts is difficult. So you really have to be really brave and courageous and strong to keep one going after and following that path, but being able to give it back to other people, you know, which is, is the best part. We're going to get to our final track in a second, but I do want to do um, a couple things. Number one, how do, uh, how do we all track your career, follow you, uh, social media? What do we do to, to keep in touch with what you're doing? So I am working on a website right now, but so I don't have anything like that to give anybody, but 
what you can do is if you have Instagram or Facebook on Instagram, I have cam underscore soprano, C-A-M underscore soprano. And then you can find me on Facebook, Celeste Morales soprano. And then you can put that into YouTube as well. And I hopefully will be rolling out a website either at the end of this year or beginning of 2023. So let me help you with that at some point, uh, at least as an advisor, I build websites. So if you want any counsel, any thoughts, any backend help, um, uh, I'm serious. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah, definitely. Celeste, if we're on Spotify, can we find your music anywhere? It's not my personal music, but you can hear me sing a solo. But the group is called um, Vocal Libre, V-O-C-A-L-I-B-R-E. And uh, there's a, a, a CD that I'm on called Lift Every Voice. And the first song, Modimo, is, is a, a solo of mine with the group. And it was just a... Uh, a kind of uh, a group that I was in in undergrad and the whole album is, is great. And it's just mixed with um, contemporary, but choral, you know, songs um, and, and with African um, spirituals in there. So it's something to, if you like uh, all of that, you can go and listen to. Well, we're going to listen to it right now too. So let's take a listen to what's the name of the track again. It's called lift every voice. Songs of Hope and Strength by Vocal Libre, and the song is Modimo. Yeah. 
one of my goals in the next coming months is to um, fundraise for an EP that I want to do because I write songs as well. And that's just one of my goals. And I've always had people tell me, you know, try to put something out there. And so um, I will most likely be making, you know, some kind of donation um, up for that. So I would just say to keep a lookout on any of my socials because I'll most likely announce something there. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Let me know too, so I can publicize it. And when you have that record, I certainly want to do one of these again. And we'll talk about your, 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 I mean, the fact that you're composing and are going to record an EP. I love, I love, that's really exciting. Everything else that you and I have discussed, really everything has been about women, female empowerment, sopranos, um, (laughs) strong female voices, yeah, in the world and, and on the stage. And here is Earth, Wind and Fire. <laughs> it doesn't, that doesn't fit the narrative at all. The song Shining Star, amazing song. How did, how did this end up here with us? So it always kind of ties back towards uh, family for me. That's really something that is apparent in my Mexican background um, and the culture. So I grew up listening to Earth, Wind and Fire. I mean, like I said, along with Fleetwood Mac, my mom would get, listen to Yanni. Uh, so it's just so, it's just so many different uh, styles of music, but I would have to say without a doubt, you know, jazz, R and B soul funk, you know, all of that mixed in together along with Latin and Afro pop, which is what this band is. It can, you know, do so many things. I mean, it, they're just iconic for me and, if I want to wake up and, I, and I'm in a bad mood or, you know, I w- wake up and I'm in a great mood, this I, their music can get me to such a great, like, happy place. So and I mean, they're just it's just fun. You just want to dance and like just have a great time. <laughs>
We've had a lot of fun with Celeste Morales about her Gari Foundation victories and her career and upcoming recordings. This has been really fun, Celeste. I just want to thank you for being here. Thank you so much. And if there are any listeners out there who have never been to an opera, don't be scared. Just go out and do it. That's all I can say. <laughs> That's it. And with that note about opera, let's listen to Earth, Wind and Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Shine a star. 
In addition to Celeste and her incredible victory at the Giulio Gari competition, we have a couple other pieces to share with you on this show, all related to opera and the competition. We have bass Inho Jong, a native of South Korea, who is also a winner at the contest this spring in New York. And we have a beautiful piece to listen to. He is one of the finalists and an Encouragement Award winner at the competition this year. A graduate of Seoul National University, Inho is the winner of numerous awards in South Korea and the Competizione dell'Opera at the Bolshoi Theater in Moscow. What an interesting life some of these singers lead. He has a really deep, beautiful, large voice. Uh, the windows were rattling when he was singing, honestly. I really expect big things from him. In this case, you're going to hear Come dal ciel precipita from Verdi's Macbeth. It's Mary Pinto at the piano. Oh, 
That was Inho Jong. Really beautiful work. Exciting to watch his career. And there will be an interview with Inho eventually on this Lester the Nightfly. We're going to coordinate that soon. We also have another fabulous singer who was a contest winner this year. This is Rebecca Kidney. She did an interview already with me, so you'll hear a full two-episode conversation with Rebecca. That's really going to be a lot of fun. That's coming up in the next month. In this case, she sings a lovely aria from Ariadne auf Naxos. This is Richard Strauss's phenomenal piece. The uh, aria is Es gibt ein Reich. This is Rebecca Kidney.
And that was Rebecca Kidney with Es gibt ein Reich from Ariadne. Really beautiful singing. And again, excited to share with you an interview with Rebecca coming up later this summer. And now let's listen to a little bit of my interview with Gloria Gari from the Giulio Gari Foundation about her husband and the foundation itself. Well, when I met Giulio, he was a leading tenor at the New York City Opera. In Romania, his family were all professionals and wanted him to become a doctor or a lawyer, you know, the family of Europe. And he just packed up and went to Italy to sing. He wanted to sing opera. And he studied. I know he went over to Budapest and sang. And uh, he had three jobs in Italy to support himself because the family disowned, actually disowned him, like didn't want anything to do with him because he just ran away from home to sing. He found a teacher, worked for about two years, and it was very difficult to get an audition. He was a young, a young singer and whatever, and he started to sing on the street and the, he saw the opera director on the balcony in, in Teatro Reale. He said to do come tomorrow, come tomorrow. And uh, he went in tomorrow, there was a bunch of conductors sitting there, and he sang, and they hired him, mostly to cover roles, because he'd never sang an opera before. And uh, I understand that Tito Schipa got sick, and he jumped in and made headlines. And then he sang there and got leading parts, and NBC heard him and brought him over to the United States. He sang with a quartet, all-male quartet, very famous quartet. Four guys traveled all over the United States. In fact, I have pictures of him getting on the plane and singing, and NBC gave him a job. He auditioned at the Metropolitan Opera. I have a recording of that. He did the aria from Tosca. And they wouldn't take him because he wasn't a citizen. But then the army, they drafted him. That was right before the war. And he was in the army for about four years. He sang for the troops all over. He traveled and sang. And when he came out, on 57th Street, he met a, a conductor that knew him, a, a Maestro Lasso Halash. He's a Tungare from Hungary. And he originated the uh, New York City Opera. He got a job with Army of the War Information, and he told Halas he's no longer going to sing after he came out of the army. He, he, he's had it. He said, no, no, I just want you to come up and, and sing. I'm doing the world's premiere of the Amelia Goes to the Ball. And uh, I want you to sing it in English, world, to sing the opera. And he says, and Halash himself, after when we, I got to know him personally, uh, said, and Julius says, but he, I don't speak English very well. You know, I have an accent, maestro, and I can't do an English opera world premiere. He says, I will teach it to you. And he said, oh, maestro, your English is worse than mine. <laughs> he just came, he was just that type of man to say what he felt like saying the truth. He went there and got headlines, and then he hired him to the New York City Opera when it first started, and he did all major tenor roles for years. And then the Metropolitan Opera approached him. And then I think in 52, I think it was 52, he told me, I wasn't around at the time. And um, the, the opera again approached him, Bing himself. At, I think it was Bing at the time, yeah. And he went over there and to sing at the major house. 
to, to audition, and they, he had all the conductors sitting around, and they, they said, what do you want to sing and with whom? And he made his debut in Licha Albanese at the time. concert for Julia when he passed away at Merkin Hall and all his colleagues, former colleagues, colleagues, they all came from all over to, to honor him. I got to know um, Steve DeMeo through Licha told Steve to call me up. He was the head of the foundation of the Puccini Albanese and then they told me I had to start a foundation. Albanese was in it and Steve DeMeo and all of Eleanor Ross, all his wonderful singer colleagues. It's a wonderful competition, I think. We discovered voices from all over the world that could never have a chance to sing. They come to the United States and we change many lives. Of course, that's the voice of Gloria Gari. A little bit about the foundation, how it started, and her husband, Julio. What an incredible voice that is. An age past. She references Rudolf Bing in those comments. I mean, one of the founding fathers of the Metropolitan Opera. This is opera royalty, truly. Let's move on with some more music from contest winners from the Giulio Gari Foundation. How about some Donizetti with Angela Mead? Oh, 
l'hôtel de ville, il sera pour un nouvel impôt qu'à la Flandre il demande et que paiera que mon nation flamande, car c'est pour notre seul un grand homme, un ami d'Islam, un ami des impôts, au duc d'Albe. As-tu donc quelque demande à faire T'assis sur son passage, on te voit à genoux. À genoux, moi, devant le bourreau de mon père. Ah, par grâce, mon trépoux, chacun se l'aspecte utile à sa guinaire. C'est Or ce peuple tremblant craint d'être frappé, rien qu'en le What a pleasure it has been to get to know Celeste, her music, and also to share with you some other singers from this year that have won the Giulio Gari competition, as well as some of those great voices from the past. It's an incredible organization, and there's a lot more to come here on Lester the Nightfly from my interviews with the various singers and folks affiliated with the Gari Foundation. It's got lots of riches for us to learn about, listen to in the world of opera. I so appreciate you being here on Lester the Nightfly, week in, week out. I will be here next week, same place, same time. Every 
This has been a PJ DJ production.